0: Our towns are the heart of America. Some say they're gone, moved on, or simply faded away. But there's a new American town on the map. It's a town with a big heart and an even bigger ambition. A town where modern progress meets rich history, where the arts meet innovation, and where companies meet community. A town that you can explore with all of your senses. From the fresh air in the Ozarks to the fresh cuisine on your plate. That town is Bentonville, Arkansas. A town to visit, to see, to breathe and to discover. Visit Bentonville, a new American town. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode five of A New American Town. This is your host, Jen Cousins, back with you today, and we're in for a special treat because I did something this for this episode that I have not ever done before. Um, I went on a mountain bike ride. Our guest today is Kelsey Miller, who is a mountain bike instructor and had the distinct privilege, I think. Um, I don't know if it was a privilege, but definitely the task of helping me learn to ride a mountain bike for the first time. It was a privilege. (laughs) Welcome, Kelsey. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Of course. And for our um, adventure on a mountain bike.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had a great time.
0: (laughs) I did, too. I did, too. Good. So... We went um, and I went on a mountain bike for the first time. Um, Kelsey helped me make sure that I had the right equipment and all of that. And I have to be really honest with everyone that I was a little skeptical. Um, I am not the most athletic human. And I am not the most graceful human. So getting on a mountain bike um, scared me just a little because I didn't want to end up hurt or fall or something like that. So I was really nervous about it. Um, But luckily, we had Kelsey there and she talked me through how to do this. And it was a really enjoyable experience. Is that what you find a lot?
1: Yeah, you know, I think um, usually when someone is is starting to mountain bike or they're thinking about going mountain biking for the first time, a lot of what they think is going to happen is what they've seen on YouTube or TV or something of someone going off of a 30-foot drop or flying through the air or going over this insane, rooty, rocky section of a trail. Um, And so the mindset that you had going into this was very common of... I don't know if I'm going to come out of this alive, and so, um, so yeah, I think that that yeah, your mindset was completely normal, and uh, and a lot of what I think is important about mountain biking and getting the word out is that you can do it at any level that you want to, um, and that and you came into it with with the best attitude of I don't know what you're going to do to me, I don't know what these trails are going to look like, but I'm just here to try it, um, and that that really is um, kind of what it's all about. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely went into it with okay. I'm going
0: to keep my mind open, <laughs> but I am a little skeptical. Um, I just don't want a broken bone.
1: Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's like any kind of of outdoor sport. Period. Um, of this seems really extreme, and this seems like only hardcore people do this. And you see all of these like really tough like guys and girls going out and doing all the stuff and they come back with scabs and broken bones. But it really is kind of as far as you want to take it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. I was really happy and really excited to have that experience of being on a bike. So I had ridden, I have a nice little beach cruiser that I cruise around town sometimes. But um, to be on a bike that was designed to ride in elements that are not on the street mm-hmm. or, or sidewalk um, was very different. It yes. was very different. And it feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I thought that it would not be as different. And mm-hmm. I was really surprised um at the way that my body felt on a bike that was designed to make sure that I stood up when I was supposed to yes. and had my pedals in the right places uh-huh. and um did all of those things that that you were talking about and that you taught me um it's not the same as when I get on my little beach cruiser and cruise around town to yeah. run to the store. Yeah. Um but being able to experience that and know that I did get on a bike but I also got on a mountain bike, mm-hmm. and um, and how it really just transformed what the environment looked like yeah. for me.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's. I mean, if yeah, if you if you go into a bike shop, you any salesperson in there can talk your ear off about bike features and bike geometry, and and bike nerds like myself are always needing one more bike because every bike has a purpose. You know, like mm-hmm. I have. I have a similar bike to a cruiser that I take downtown to get groceries, and I fill it up, and and it is a completely different bike than a road bike, than a mountain bike, and you know every bike serves its purpose, uh, and so a mountain bike is set up to be able to to go down a trail and give you confidence. Um, like you can't you can't necessarily buy skill, but you can you can get a bike that is is gonna exactly like you said help you feel confident and help you feel. Um, like yeah, I, this is a this is absorbing impact. this is taking um, this has more traction. this is yeah enabling my body to be in the position that it needs to be in order to to be safe on these trails. Um, so yeah, the geometry and, and the makeup of a mountain biker definitely lend itself to confidence and safety for sure. yeah. <laughs> I, I felt very
0: safe and it it was a surprise to me to feel that safe. On that bike, riding down the trails, mm-hmm. um, because I was I was hesitant and I was nervous about it, um, but being able to to ride through there mm-hmm. and not feel like my bike was just going to jar me off and yes. throw me um, <laughs> into the dirt yeah, was totally was a plus.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's I mean, yeah, like I'm sure you know you can get a mountain bike for uh, like starting price at a bike shop is probably like four to five hundred dollars or you can go up into the insane ranges of ten thousand you know you can get a bike anywhere in that spectrum um but uh you, like like i said you can't you can't necessarily buy skill but like a right bike for you is going to make you feel so much more confident and is going to open up what you were already able to do um but whatever bike you had before was holding you back right you know so so, yeah, the type of bike and getting a, getting a right bike for you is is so important. Um, yeah. And it's you might not know it until you go on a mountain bike trail and you hate it. And then you ride it on a on a mountain bike and and you think, oh, this actually wasn't so bad. And I I actually heard someone say that the other day at a bike shop. Um, he said he was talking about someone was trying to buy a bike for their daughter who's about to do NICA, which is junior high high school mountain biking um, here in Arkansas. And he was going to get a bike that was too small for her. Um, and this guy said, you know, I, I don't want her to hate the sport because the bike isn't right for her. Because a lot of times you don't realize um, when it comes to cycling that, you know, mountain biking is uncomfortable. Um, it doesn't necessarily feel natural all the time. But sometimes that is the bike. And you you might not realize that and you just think that it's mountain biking, period. And so having a bike that fits you and that is fitting the purpose that you're using it for um, can sometimes take away that that subliminal feeling of mountain biking sucks you know right right Um, so something else that I
0: really experienced while we were together on this on this mountain biking journey um, was the beauty of and serenity of where we were and riding through the trails mm-hmm. and how we were just kind of becoming part of of the scenery and becoming part of what was there Mm -hmm. without without changing the makeup of the environment. And it was really interesting to be able to ride through those trails and see the see the um, trees and the way the trails were constructed and made and the paths but yet it was still just part yeah. of the landscape of, of the environment. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you know, I think um I think that's something that is really special about Bentonville. And I think that's something that's really special about the people who built the trails. Um and because yeah, you're exactly right. They Bentonville has done a really good job of using parts of the city. And it's like slaughterpin is right in the middle of everything. And every day there's a new portion of trail that was just like a, an unused piece of land um, that you really wouldn't have been able to experience what it was like to be in that specific part of town if they hadn't built a trail through it. And I don't really want to call it wasted space because I don't think that forest and trees right. and nature are wasted space, but it makes it uh, approachable and something to experience. So instead of just being a little a little cut through the forest where there's a power line, um, they build trails through there. and And now you're able to be in that space of your city um and then and yeah the way that the trails are built the trail builders that we have are amazing and they work so hard and we're so lucky to have them and they they do a really great job of of showcasing the natural terrain of of northwest arkansas um like yeah there's going to be hills and there's going to be rocks and there's going to be roots but that's part of where we live and that's part of of experiencing the the natural part of
0: our city yeah for sure um something else I noticed while we were out on the trails is the number of people. Um, There were so many people. I mean, we were out on a Friday morning (laughs) um, and it was about a thousand degrees outside. I don't remember (laughs) what it was, but it was hot. Roughly one thousand. It was roughly (laughs) one thousand degrees outside and it was very warm. And there were so many bikers and people that that I definitely could tell did this regularly. Mm -hmm. And then people that that we met on the trail that were just getting started yes. and just learning and so it was so many different different levels of experience mm-hmm. and how friendly everyone was. I mean, we were sitting out there um just learning the basics, and everyone stopped to say hello or mm-hmm. as they passed, they waved, and that there was such a camaraderie mm-hmm. and I think that's that really surprised me,
1: yeah. Yeah, you know, that's one one thing about the ma- mountain bike culture in itself. Um and I, I mean, I think this 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 makes sense for most different practices of cycling. Um but it's just something that you have in common with somebody. Um you can look at somebody and and they're riding a bike and you're riding a bike too and immediately without even knowing who they are or where they're from, uh you have something in common. And so and it's it's such a fun thing that you're like, okay, well, if you like to mountain bike and I like to mountain bike, then we're probably going to be friends, you know, right. like we're probably going to get along. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and it's not even, you know, if you're like, you know, people in Bentonville are so nice and they'll hold the door open for you and whatever. But that that goes to say like you can say that about people who come here from Colorado, not to say that Colorado people are nice, but like all over all over the nation, we get people coming here to ride mountain bikes, um, and every single one of them will treat you like a friend, no matter where you are, because you have that one thing in common. and um like mountain mountain biking is is a very accepting place because it's a young sport. Everyone has started somewhere, and every beginner feels awkward and scared as right. they start. so <laughs> so we all like beginners, people who who are really, really advanced riders. There's a place for everybody in that culture, which is which is a wonderful thing to be a part of. For
0: sure. And I definitely experienced that on our on our morning ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really interesting. And then, you know, we met that one gentleman that was on the trail and he was trying to make sure that he was going the right way. And he mm-hmm. had just started. Yeah. And then later on in the in the morning when we saw him again, we were like, oh, look, there's our there friend. There He made it back. <laughs> there's our pal. <laughs> Still making it. Yeah. Yeah. Which which was fantastic to to be able to wave at him and, and know that he had made that trail yes. and made that path and, and was headed back to mm-hmm. the way that he was going. Yeah, he's
1: just out there having a good time. It's And it's like, it's really cool to hear that, you know, you, that was your first time on a mountain bike and you felt like you're a part of the culture, you know? Like you felt that... Um, that you were accepted because yeah, you can show up to a group mountain bike ride with a bunch of advanced riders and feel intimidated, and like nine times out of ten, they they won't ever leave you behind, and they they'll they're just pumped that you're there and that you're trying and that you're excited to ride a bike, and that's it. And so I'm glad that you got a little taste of that, um, just being out on the trail. Yeah, I did. I did. I
0: definitely <laughs> left with that feeling of okay there's there's a camaraderie here that Mm -hmm. is really fascinating um and inclusive yeah yeah very inclusive yeah
1: absolutely yeah there's there's a lot of times where i'm I'm trying to ride my mountain bike and i mess up and there's some like really fast dude coming up behind me and i mess up and he has to get off too because i'm in the middle of the trail and not once have i felt like they were upset at me or anything they're always like yeah man this part's tough and I'm like, yeah, thank you. It is really hard. <laughs> and so, yeah, they'll never make you feel bad. Um, like failing at mountain biking is not even failing. It's just learning to get better, pretty much. So, Kelsey, I had such a fantastic
0: experience. Um, even though I was skeptical mm-hmm. and afraid a little bit, it's okay. Um, Let it out. I was. <laughs> I, I will not. I will not lie. I was afraid, but I had such a great experience in being able. Um, to be out in that environment and being able to experience the joy of of the scenery and the people mm-hmm. and all of that was really fantastic. Um, one of the things that I also noticed was the trails and how they were marked Mm -hmm. So we were able to follow, you know, the trails that we were looking for and be able to know that I was on the right path. Mm -hmm. So if I wasn't out there with you showing me exactly where I was going, I'd be able to follow that and know. Um, Is that pretty common?
1: Uh, Yeah. You know, um, for Northwest Arkansas, it is. Uh, It's in in Bentonville specifically, there's, you know, there's people all the time that are. I mean, you bump into a mountain biker, and they're from Wisconsin, and they're looking for a place to ride, and and it's it's really easy to point them out and say, hey, um, you know, Slaughter Pen, Kohler, wherever else you're gonna go ride, there's there's always um, at every intersection, there's a marker telling you which way to go. Most of them are color coded, tell you um, the level of skill necessary to ride that trail, and so it, yeah, it's really not uncommon to tell someone, oh yeah, you know, Slaughter Pen is just down this path. Um, Usually usually I see them downtown. I'm like, okay, if you want to go ride right now, follow the Greenway, which is this little cement path. It goes through this place called Compton Gardens, and you just follow the yellow line on the path all the way down, and it will take you to Pen. And based on what they want to ride, it's it's really easy to describe where to go and, and say those trail names, and they're going to see them, you know, of... What do you what kind of trail are you looking to ride? Okay, you might want to try out Razorback Ridge or whatever and and describe to them where to catch on to that and they can find it pretty easily. So it is the variety of trail for skill levels that we have and the way that they're marked really lends itself to people who first timers, visitors, um, or even they're building trails so quickly having a whole new trail built that nobody's been on yet it is easy to roll up to something and be like oh this is where ozone is i could never find this before but there it is um cuz they're yeah they're all labeled they're all named and you said that they are marked by
0: difficulty mhm so what are those markings?
1: yeah so you when you come up on uh, let's just say slaughter pen but most of them are, are marked in the same way um when you come up to a trail marker um and they just look like little like I don't even know, like fence post basically Mm -hmm. of wood. Um, They have like a little silver placard on there that says the name of the trail and then just below that there's a smaller sign that has like a blue circle or a green square or a black diamond. And those are kind of indicative of what you're going to be facing. And so um, and that goes from easiest to hardest. Um, Or um, basically it kind of defines the features that you might find on it. So um, yeah, like Like when you and I rode, we stayed on the blue circle trails because those are—I don't want to say the easiest, but those are. are Let's say we're okay that I tried the easiest. Here's the deal, though: describing them as easy might make someone with an advanced rider think that they're boring, but they're not. They are. There are um, less features on them, um, but especially in slaughterpan, even on those trails there's little wooden skinnies that you can take an alternate route to try out on And so they're they're skill building trails and um, like I like to ride all of those blue trails because they're really fun and flat, fast and flowy. And so if I want to go and just like ride really fast and not have to worry about slowing down and really being careful on a feature, then I ride those blue trails. It just depends on what I, what I want to do but but yeah so anyone who's going out there and wants to warm up, doesn't know what Bentonville trails are looking like. Start out on those blue trails, um, which um at at Slaughterpin, wh- which is where we went, which is why right. I'm talking about it so much. But at Slaughterpin, it's usually in phase one, two, and three. It's the lower trails, and they gradually get harder the further up the ridges you go. Okay. Um. So yeah, it, that, and that's the easiest one. They they usually have like three layers worth of trail, on on those three phases. Um, phase three is a little bit different, but uh, but yeah, the further uh, higher up you go on the ridge, the quote, a little bit more difficult the trails are going to get. So, yeah, you just stick to the valley, stick to the low stuff for for starting out and getting a feel of what's going on. And then as you get warmed up, as you grow in your skill, you can continue to challenge yourself in the same same trail system, which is really valuable. Fantastic. So um, I didn't
0: have any gear. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do I need to have? Um I don't think that my heels and and dress <laughs> is going to work out for Yeah, you
1: could make it work, but I wouldn't recommend
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> for mountain biking. Yeah. Um so I was like, please tell me what I need to have. So if I called you mm-hmm. and I was just coming in for the day, um and wanted to try mountain biking. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to invest a whole ton of money yet because i'm not sure that this is going to be something for me oh yeah what's
1: the gear that i need to try for the day yeah um well you know number one no matter what is a helmet um there's no better way to spot a newbie than someone not wearing a helmet um so definitely a helmet you can't risk it it's it's so important to do that so Helmet number one, if you wear nothing else, please wear more than that, but a helmet for sure. And then, um, really the other things that I would recommend are the contact points of your bike. So your hands, your feet, and your butt where you're sitting on the seat. And so I would say, um, if it's going to be really hot outside, grab a pair of gloves. Um, those are, it's going to absorb sweat. It's going to keep, um, your hands grippy instead of sliding off of the grips, um, for shorts, I would say you don't have to have specific cycling shorts, um, like a chamois or the little padded part of a, of a cycling short. Those are handy, um, and they they might help you a little bit, but that's an expense that you might not be sure you want to invest in yet. And so I would say some, some long-ish shorts um, that are maybe just above the knee, those cut down on chafing, those um, are breathable, um, things like that. And then your shoes are also going to be something that you're going to look at. Um, tennis shoes are great. They're they're going to be fine, especially if you're starting out. I would, if you have a choice in tennis shoe, definitely a closed-toed shoe of some kind, but a, a shoe that is a little bit stiffer um, and, and like a little bit more of a flat bottom. And those will help you um, with power transfer to your pedal uh, and with grip on the pedal as well. And so sometimes tennis shoes are a little bit bendy and they tend to kind of mold around the pedal and bend around it, which is not something you necessarily want, but... That can help. So shoes-wise, yeah, the stiffer the better, but definitely closed-toed shoes are going to help. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just, like, as a general rule for being outside in the summertime in Arkansas anyway, I would say probably no cotton um, because that just, like, absorbs your sweat and makes you feel not so awesome. So something something breathable, something that will uh, wick the sweat away from your body. Yeah. <laughs> and water. <laughs> Bring lots
0: of water. Bring water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so, something you mentioned is the shorts yeah. with the chamois, uh-huh. and that was something I did not expect, <laughs> was how sore yeah. my rumpus was. <laughs> I don't know what I can <laughs> talk about. How I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Is that, yeah, you're allowed to say rumpus. <laughs> my rumpus, after I went biking. Yeah, let's talk about Was that. so sore. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it. Like, I didn't know that that was going to be yes. one of the things. Uh-huh. And the next day I went to sit down and I was like, oh my like goodness, what is Something happened. <laughs> so I think that's something to tell people uh-huh. because I was like, what is this mm-hmm. about? Um, because it surprised me a lot. Yeah,
1: you know, it's um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a delicate topic for sure. But (laughs) yeah, you're basically you want a seat that's going to line up with your sit bones, which are the actual bones um, that are going to support. All, all everything as you're sitting uh-huh. on the seat and uh, but if you're if you're renting a mountain bike the seat you get is what you get you know you're just not gonna be like excuse me can I please have a different seat but right. <laughs> um so yeah and like as you get further into mountain biking you realize that the seat makes a huge difference <laughs> um mountain biking is better than road biking or going down the greenway f- just for the fact that you stand up a lot and so yeah. you don't have to sit down as much but still like by now, like most of the time, like as you as you ride your bike more, you just get used to it, and you honestly don't notice it. and it I, like, I don't hurt anymore mm-hmm. but there have been times in my life where I haven't ridden in a while and I get back on a seat, and yeah, the next day I'm like, I literally think I'm bruised, yeah, like this is not like it's not a muscle soreness, it's no, like no, my <laughs> I am bruised. so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's definitely something to uh, keep in keep in mind And, it, yeah, if you do have a chamois, wear it at least at the beginning, you know, I would. The beginning is is the definitely the the more sensitive spot for sure for sure and <laughs> I think just knowing it and expecting it yes
0: really probably helps. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I did not realize how sore I was gonna be. Yeah,
1: you know I've you know I' I ride road bikes too and I've ridden road bikes for long distances and the number one thing that people usually who don't ride a mount, or ride a bike say is, oh my gosh. Is your rumpus okay? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I it, that's not even the part that I'm worried about. It's like my legs and my general well being mm-hmm. and things like that. And so yeah, and, and I think that knowing that going in for sure will will help someone think, okay, this is just temporary, right? You know, because I think yeah, if you go into mountain biking and you uh, your bike isn't right or you don't you, it's scary and it feels uncomfortable and the next day your rumpus hurts, yeah. then I think, like, yeah, you're definitely going to think that mountain biking just generally sucks and instead of thinking, okay, this is just the beginning. Like, it gets better from here. This yeah. is not the norm. Mountain bikers aren't walking around with bruises on their butts. So, yeah. So, Kelsey, you mentioned
0: um, renting a bike, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. I I rented a bike. Um, where are some of the places here, if you Someone's coming to to Bentonville, mm-hmm. um, coming to Northwest Arkansas, and they want to rent a bike just for
1: the experience or for a
0: family. Where where can they do that?
1: Yeah, uh, the places that right now that we've got, um, and I feel like you know in the future it's probably going to grow um, mm-hmm. because there's a large need for it for sure. Um, you can do it from Fat Tire, which is right downtown. Um, it's a bike shop, and then you can also get, do it from. Um, Bentonville Parks and Rec from the Downtown Activity Center which is literally just down the street (laughs) from Fat Tire Um, and then you can also do it from GPP which is another bike shop that's still in Bentonville a little bit off the square um, but still really accessible and I think um, really to get the right bike so if you're going to go on the Greenway um, which is a really extensive system here or if you're going to go on the mountain bike trails you just tell them what you're going to be using it for um, and that way you don't end up with a Greenway bike on the mountain bike trails and end up with something like either breaking the bike or with a really uncomfortable experience. Right. So just informing those people because they know they know what bike will be good for you and what size is going to work for you. But just informing those p- places, the use that you in- are intending for this bike, for sure. They'll probably help you
0: get the right size bike mm-hmm. too, which I know was really important of making sure that I had the right the right height and, mm-hmm. and all of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Before we started doing anything, we did, we did a couple of adjustments on your bike to make sure that it was going to be the best. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you mentioned the Greenway. Do you want to talk about how that's a little bit different than the, than the Slatterpin Yeah, that, that we were on? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, totally. So the Greenway is um, a really extensive, like paved multi-use trail system that we have in all of Northwest Arkansas. And it, it spans from Bella Vista to far south Fayetteville now, um, and which is – I mean, the whole thing is – originally it was 36 miles, but now, I think – but now it's, it's much more extensive than that. And it runs east-west. It runs north-south, all over the place. And here in Bentonville, um, it just keeps growing and growing and growing and to where you can ride your bike pretty much anywhere um, on a trail that does not have cars on it, which is the intimidating part of commuting or – of, of getting anywhere is having a safe way to get there. And so the Greenway system runs right through downtown and goes to a lot of far reaches in Bentonville, to a lot of destinations that you would want to get to. Um, you can now ride your bike too. So um, you can jump on there and it's, it's yeah, it's both directions. You can walk your dog on it. You can jog. You can walk. You can push a stroller. You can ride your bike on it. And it's, it's a great way to get people out to see our town from a, a different perspective. Um, like any any time I travel or any time I've gone to a new place like yeah you want to walk you want if you yeah if you go to any new city you want to walk around and see what's going on or like for me I want to ride a bike too if I if I can and that way you you get to know the city in a much more intimate way um, and there's lots of hills and lots of things that you discover that you would not notice if you were inside a car or like smells and sounds and you experience a lot more of the culture and the feel of a of a place when you're not in a in a car, and so the Greenway really opens up that opportunity both for for locals who live here and for people who are visiting. Um, you can walk straight from downtown down to Crystal Bridges if you want to, and never see a car. And it's it's really valuable thing. And you can also go to any of the mountain bike trails um, via the Greenway. So. Like if I am leaving from downtown, I can go and ride my bike on the greenway all the way to Bella Vista and jump on the back 40 and ride like close to 30 miles of mountain bike trail and then jump back on the greenway and ride the five or six miles back to downtown to my house and and not have to interact with a car at all. It's a really, really valuable thing that we have. And if you're
0: visiting and you can rent a bike,
1: then yeah. you don't have to haul your bike here. Exactly.
0: And so that makes that experience a little bit better even yeah, as well, because then you don't have to worry about how you get a bike there.
1: Exactly. You know, you can drive your car here. You can fly in if you want to, and you can come park your car, rent a bike, and never touch your car again. Yeah. Um, and that is a really, really fun thing to do. To be able to ride your bike around um, for a fun, leisurely thing and then ride it to the restaurant and then ride it to somewhere else to get a beer like, and then ride it back home. Yeah. It's it's such a fun thing to be able to do. So, Kelsey,
0: um, what would you tell someone or maybe a family that's coming in, maybe they're visiting, mm-hmm. how would you tell them to go about experiencing the trails like what is the process Mm -hmm. for that if they are visiting and they don't have all of their normal their normal things here Mm -hmm. um, but they want to try mountain biking and they want to experience that culture that you were talking about what's what's the process what do they need to do
1: yeah you know i think um one of the best resources that we have in the cycling community are our bike shops um and i would say When you get here, if you're interested in in getting a bike, I would say go to one of those three places um, to rent a bike. So GPP, Fat Tire, um, and the Downtown Activity Center. And going in one of those places or, you know, we have a a bunch of other bike shops around here too, like Mojo and High Roller and things like that. Um, Going in those places and and talking to someone and uh, asking them for trail maps, asking them for their favorite trail. Because we do have a lot of trails around here, um, and so it's hard to approach that from the outside and say which one of these is rideable for me. Um, if you have kids, it's a whole other game of what can they ride without getting discouraged or without tiring out. Um, and so bringing your specific situation to someone in one of those environments who has ridden the trails, has their personal favorites, and can point you in the direction that's going to be right for your style of riding, for your family, for your energy level, for your fitness level, uh, for the weather today. Um, right. And and because, yeah, I'm not going to – there's trails that you can't ride if it just rained yesterday. And there's trails that I don't want to ride because it's 98 degrees outside. Um, and so going to a bike shop, going to um, the Downtown Activity Center, somewhere where they can give you information that is going to be specific to your family – because it is, um, it is a lot, a lot to approach from the outside, and we have a lot more uh, than most people imagine. when When they get here, they're like, "Yeah, we, we rode Slaughter Pin," and I'm like, "Oh, have you he- gone to Kohler?" And they're like, "No, I don't even know what that is." And it's a whole other mountain bike park that's less than three miles from downtown. So it's 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 very extensive, and I understand that intimidation and not realizing what Bentonville has to offer in that and that realm um but yeah that i think just local riders and you can find those at the shops usually fantastic um i think there's an
0: app as well and you can find some you can find um some of the trail maps online mm-hmm. if you're just looking at coming to visit um if you go to visit bentonville.com mm-hmm. then they have some links for you as well and yeah. bikebentonville.com.
1: yeah they have links and you know another Another good thing to look at is Oz Trails, mm-hmm. spelled O-Z, Trails. Um, they have a really good um, website that you can go on and, and check out basically all of the trail systems that we have. And it has kind of just like a breakdown of what they're like. And so, yeah, from home, from far away, you can get on any of those websites and get a, a pretty good description of, um, of of what our different trail systems look like.
0: So a couple of events that I want to make sure since we've been talking about mountain biking before we close. The Oz Trails Off-Road is happening October 5th through 7th. And it's a mountain bike race and music festival. Outer Bike is happening October 26th through 28th. And it's a demo that allows for people to test out cycling gear and equipment. I understand it's, like, some pretty fantastic equipment. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Imba Dirty 30 is happening October 27th, and it's Imba's 30th anniversary celebration. And more information can be found about all of these on the Bike Bentonville website. So we can make sure. And and if you're thinking about planning a trip, look at some of these upcoming events in October and, and... Plan a trip so you can experience some of these great cycling events that are happening. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us, um, for taking me on this mountain <laughs> biking experience. It was an honor. Um, and thank you for walking through with patience as I navigated this first experience on a mountain bike.
1: Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's it's one of the, the best things ever to see someone um, and... Again, we've all been there of taking something that they have formerly been afraid and helping them build the confidence in themselves to realize that it is possible. So, I mean, it's it's very fulfilling. And thanks for for inviting me along.
0: Thanks for being here. That concludes our episode five of a new American town. We're really excited that you are joining us and we're looking forward to episode six. So make sure and subscribe, download. See you next time.